Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Good morning, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, and you're listening to Bachelor Rush Hour, Tuesday morning, January 16th, 2024. Man, do I have a lot to get to with you. I got Bachelor News, Entertainment. I got Hulk Hogan. I got Jason Tartik. I've got my moving truck breaking down in Oklahoma. Wait, what? Yes, I'll share that story with you. As I record this in Texas, things are okay, but my cross-country move met a a faulty sensor, Uh, and it happened right as I was eating Arby's. There's something about Arby's that will mess your day up, both through the digestive tract and also a Penske moving vehicle. I'll have that story for you, but let's not bury the lead. Let's dive right into Jason Tartik. He does this every year. It's called the Jason Tell All, JTA 2023, where he talks about his year and how the podcast has grown. I think he's about 50% made something like $350,000, just the podcast that is. I'm sure he's made a ton of money elsewhere. But at the 47-minute mark of his episode, he discusses, I think for the first time, when he was dumped by Caitlin. Ah, the truth has finally begun to emerge. Let's have a listen to what he had to say. I love it. Let's go. All right. Big question. We always add the drum roll in here. People have been waiting. Thank you for waiting this long into JTA 2023. The question is, Jason, did you make more in 2022? than you did in 2022? I think if you look at overall how much I earned, it might have been more because of investment income this year, but but I made less. I made less. You heard all those social media numbers, right? They're all up. I made less on social media, Mm -hmm. like social media speaking, anything like media related, right? I made less this year than last year. What do you think that, why do you think that is? Is that you or is that the trend in, in those platforms you think? I think I would guess, here's what I would suspect. Last year I did around 1.2 million in this category, right, with this stuff. This year it'll be, and I'm still waiting, right? It's January, it's mid-January, so we get all of our reports for our accountants like in a month or two, right? They'll take projections for what taxes should be January 15th, but I don't have the exact dollars. But it's around a million, I believe. That's my understanding. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more, but it's down probably... 25% from last year. Everybody, light a candle and pray for Jason Tartik here as he's down to making only a million dollars a year. No, look, hey, credit to Jason here. He's not saying this as woe is me. He's talking about numbers the way a financial bro does, which is just fact-based. These are the numbers. And by the way, if you don't like the job you have right now, find a way you can provide information and entertainment, and you can maybe have a lifestyle like Jason Tartik does. What do you love to do? What would you love to do if you were getting paid to do it? I always like to ask people that question. If I was going to cut you a check, 
I'm talking to you in the in your car right now, heading to wherever you're heading. If I was going to pay you, all you had to do was promise to do it six hours a day, five days a week, but it had to be something you loved. What would you do? Usually when I ask people that, they say, well, I love to knit these things, or I'd, you know, I've been wanting to design a new crib or whatever it is. You know, There's always something out there, but usually those things don't pay, and had, or at least at first they don't pay, and so people don't usually pursue their dreams. I understand there's a whole lot of a brick wall ahead of you. Maybe in 2024, we'll learn the brick wall is not meant to keep us back from our dreams, but meant to show us how bad we want something. And I'm here to provide you a ladder. All right. <laughs> how cheesy is that? Hey, maybe one person that resonates. All right. Get your ladders. Get, hey, pole vault over the, I don't care how you have to get over the wall. Just do it. Here's why I think it's down. If you drill down. Okay, I'm getting into personal stuff here, but I'm getting into facts because it explains the business. Do case. it, Jason. This is some of the issue when you have revenue being generated from things that you're doing personally, such as social media, right? So the exact date, it was, it was July 8th that Caitlin broke up with me. August 6th is... Hold on. Did anyone else not know that? You know, I didn't know that he's the one who got dumped. Oh, boy. Caitlin's going to be pissed. Caitlin's going to be pissed. Oh, Jason's playing the victim. No, he's not playing the victim. He's just being honest. Hey, he got dumped. He got dumped July 8th, and they didn't announce it for a whole month. Is the announcement. And then I stayed off social media for a few weeks, and then after that, you're like very, very softly getting into social media. Any deal that I had in July or August or September, even for that matter, October... I'm either not going to do them or push them, right? I'm not selling a mattress when I'm going through what I'm going through right now. One perception, awful, and two, I don't, like in my heart, I'm like, no, I'd rather not make money. I mean, maybe you could do well, though. Like, hey, I haven't got out of bed in three weeks and my teeth are yellow. I got dumped. But thanks to this teeth whitener, I'm able to present myself. No. So as a result of that, lost a couple deals. For sure, they didn't want to deal with the push. There was time sensitivity. And so I was like, all right, take the money off the table. I'm not going to do those. Or they got very pushed. So, you know, I was posting these ads in maybe late October, November, December. I think that's more of the reason because the social media influencing space and monetization of it is, you know, my followings grew, my engagement grew. So, and then my pipeline's up big. So that is how I would describe it. All right, so there you have Jason Tartik sharing the ins and outs of the business of social media. You can't create and consume at the same time. So while you're flipping through TikTok, just know somebody's making a dollar or a penny at least off of you. Uh, very interesting stuff. I'm going to cover this for sure on today's YouTube channel. I'm just waiting. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. I'm waiting for the video of this conversation to drop just to kind of get a read on his uh, vibe there. Uh, but very interesting. You know what I thought was interesting here when Jason Tartik described what were the most interesting or the highest downloaded episodes of his podcast. And by the way, he's interviewed a hell of a lot of notable figures. His number one podcast of 2023 was Michael A. I was surprised. But then again, that just goes to show the rabid nature of Bachelor fans as they wanted to know, did Michael dump Danielle after she froze her eggs or whatever the hell that story was? Boy, we had a lot of crazy stories in 2020. 
2023. Uh, but the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal takes the cake. I'd love to hear Clayton Eckerd on Jason Tartik's podcast once he gets his Airbnb up off the ground. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got some paternity scandal updates that are about to blow your socks off. So I'll be back with those right after a quick word from our sponsors. Ladies, what's up with y'all wanting a tall guy? Is this a thing? You ever you ever hear someone say, is he cute or is he just tall? The, uh, the percentage of cuteness goes up very much so when you are tall. And here's Daniel Tosh explaining the phenomena for you. Just a, a quick little uh, stand-up comedy moment here, uh, or I should say a podcasting moment from stand-up comedian Daniel Tosh. Have a listen. The reason I never worked out was because the women that I was attracted to, I could get. If I couldn't get them, if they were like, no, you're not strong enough to date me, I would have gotten stronger. Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm saying? But then again, I'm thinking back in the day, it was easy for you. Not easy. You're, you're a handsome guy. Sure. You're I'm not guy. ugly. I'm mm. not ugly, but I'm not. But, it's, you know, women just, they want a personality. They want somebody who's got a reason for being on this earth. They're, you know what I mean? You know what it is? I'll tell you. Physically. I mean, in L.A., I, it's a little different. I'm tall. Yeah, tall's good. Tall offsets m- muscles on some level. Tall's good. I'm not, I'm only medium height. Fine, well, fine. We, we call that short in the tall world. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have muscles because I'm only five ten. Five nine. I'm five ten. All right. I used Jesus. to be five ten and, and a half, but I've I've lost a half an inch. I'll tell you what. I've been. I was five eleven. Before this road trip, but now that I've been on this, now that I've hit all the potholes they had over there in New Mexico, boy, can somebody uh, fill a pothole in New Mexico? Uh, now that I've hit those potholes, I think my spine has actually shrunk. I'm like an accordion that has been played too long. That's me, folks. Either way, uh, yeah, my road trip. So, so last uh, yesterday, uh, we it was our aggressive day. We were supposed to be driving all the way from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Our goal was to make it all the way to, where were we headed to? Oklahoma City. We were supposed to make it to Oklahoma City. And about halfway, somewhere thereabouts through the drive, um, I stop off at a rest area to get Arby's because there was uh, nothing else. You know what I mean? Arby's is the type of food you eat when there's nothing else. I would have taken a Wendy's. I probably would have done McDonald's over Arby's, to be quite honest. Either way, I get an Arby's. It's freezing. Anyone who's listening to this in the Oklahoma tech, Wherever the hell you are, if you're part of this cold, this cold winter's air, just be careful out there. It's absolutely wicked out there today. Get your seat warmers on. Literally, from the time it took me to fill up my extremely large diesel tank, which it took me about $200, um, by the time I ran inside, I froze in. So I get back into the uh, the Penske, you know, the the 33-foot-long vehicle or whatever. I, I still can't believe I don't need a special license to drive this thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm bombing down the road, just bombing down the road, 40 eastbound, eastbound and down. And um, I'm in on notice. Uh, it, this has nothing to do with the story, by the way. I'm just painting visuals here that my Arby's was leaking. I Listen, nobody at the counter for Arby's let me know that there would be juice coming. Out. I didn't know it was a jus sandwich. J-U-S, right? Jus d'Arby. I didn't know. By the way, Arby's, A-R-B-Y. Um, why do they they call it that? Because it's really supposed to be RB for roast beef, right? Either way, maybe this was my mistake. I went with a brisket. I went to Arby's and got a brisket. Maybe that was my... I should have, you know, brisket, you know, not the choice at Arby's. But either way, 
I got meat juice all over me. And by the way, you know, still on me because I haven't, you know, I don't have laundry to do. Uh, so I'm just an absolute savage. But as I'm struggling to eat these shitty curly fries, who, I mean, of all the types of fries, shoestring, steak cut, uh, waffle, Curly fries are my least favorite. No one needs it. No one asked for it. They're overly seasoned. The salt isn't good. I laid off the ketchup because I'm on a diet. You know what I mean? You know, Arby's and no ketchup. What am I trying to accomplish here? Either way, a a, a sound goes off on this, on this rental truck that I have, which, by the way, is carrying my entire life. Now, my wife is driving with my in-laws. They're, they're, they're hours ahead of me. I'm going 60 miles an hour with my foot on the pedal. That's just as fast as it goes. Well, the check engine light comes on, folks. I do a quick Googs. I do the old googly search and I find out that they say, well, usually the check engine light just means you need an oil change. No big deal. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Just need an oil change. I drove my Toyota Matrix for six years on a check engine light. No problem. But then I started hearing the engine sounds. You know those sounds you, you start hearing and you turn your uh, you turn the radio up on your car stereo because you're like, if I can't hear it, it's not a problem, which is the same way idea with like childhood drama i'm like i'm not upset that my mom didn't have enough attention for me not at all (laughs) turn the volume up go buy something eat some dessert have some sugar you're gonna be okay so after about half an hour of this i was like ah houston we have a problem and i did some research i won't say the town i went into but it turns up about an hour ahead of me was a service center for one of these Penske truck companies. And I'm like, oh man, what are the odds? I mean, first of all, I'm not worried. It's a rental, you know what I mean? But like I said, my whole life is packed into this thing. I got azaleas and mops and, you know, uh, journals and, you know, whatever. It's all a a whole 17 pounds of weed. You know, I'm trying to stock up for the new year. I'm kidding, folks. Uh, Unless you... uh, I uh, want to join. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think. Uh, but either way, uh, it. I finally make it to Texas, and I'm able to go to this Penske uh, where they check out my truck, and uh, they fixed it, folks. They fixed the truck. I couldn't believe it. There was some sensor issue. It's always a sensor. I don't know what the sensor does, what it was for. All I know is they fixed it, so... We're a little delayed on our road trip. The plan is still to make it to Nashville, Tennessee by Wednesday night. That's the plan. I mean, it's mu- I mean, I don't know, folks. We have a lot of driving to do. So if you only see one or two short YouTube videos by me today, now you know why. Because I reek of art. Ar- my dog's licking my leg, you know, because I got Arby's juice all over me. He's like, what's that smell? I'm like, lay off, Bubba. Uh, so it was a, it, you know, the trip, the trip is, uh, you know, it's one of those things. I had so much time to kill. I'm on the road. I'm driving by myself. I have so much time to kill. So I was listening to a podcast. I was actually listening to Jason Tartik's Trading Secret podcast where he had a barstool employee on. She starts talking about some random beef she had with somebody else. So next thing you know, I'm like, well, rather than hear about it third hand, let's just listen to the episode. That was a two hour episode. Next thing you know, I'm going down a whole rabbit hole. You ever do this? You ever go down a whole rabbit hole about content that just doesn't matter? Um, at least to the outside world. I feel like that's what the Jane Doe paternity scandal is, right? I feel like it's like we all got really, really, really invested into something that was none of our business. Now, I will say I do think we have a right to know uh, in a right to pursue justice and all that. Either way, I got a hold of, speaking of the Jane Doe paternity scandal, I got a hold of text messages she indirectly was sending to a previous victim. 
And why do I say independent? Well, here's here's my theory. So I got a hold of about 25 different Instagram stories that she had privately sent to her. And I know I covered this yesterday, but I got more info here. She privately sent these messages um, to her Instagram story. So then she gets to choose who's in her private friend group. Well, my guess is she had only chosen uh, to include the people she was trying to taunt, which would have been victim number two here which we'll have to update. If this guy, Andrew, becomes a victim, he'll be victim 1A because victim 1, as far as we know, is Mike. Victim 2 is Greg and victim 3 is Clayton. So if Andrew becomes a victim, he'll be victim 1A. I I should have expected more victims and maybe... Anyway, it's neither here nor there. So these... And again, I shared this on Patreon if you guys wanted to go watch it, but I'll probably try to make a video today. It's jaw-dropping. These text... These Instagram stories she shared are bananas. She shared this one. It was a fo- it was a book called The Expectant Father, The Ultimate Guide for Dads to Be. And then she said should be required reading when you're a father to be and baby will soon have your last name dot dot dot. She said this, and she quoted herself here, if you're living a double life, it's going to catch up with you. Um, yeah. And then she said you will never understand the damage you did to someone until the same thing is done to you. That's why I'm here. Dash karma. What? She then posted another one. You started it. Dash karma. I'm like, I don't think you're using karma right. And then she shared a um, a meme from Pinterest that said, an open letter to the man who made me a single mother. And then she posted beautiful with the prayer emoji. So I'll share more of these, but just a taste. It's absolutely wild. Taunting. I mean, if this was a football game, I'd be throwing the penalty for taunting. Each one of these is a 15-yard penalty. Wild, wild stuff. Okay, let's cleanse the palate. And again, by the way, we've actually, we're going to share this later today. I've stumbled upon the uh, uh, the uh, Amazon wish list for Greg's girlfriend. They're having their baby this week. The arrival date is Wednesday. Can you believe that? And I've stumbled upon their wish list. They've already had 80 of the 193 items purchased. But if you would like to donate to victim number two, you know, this being a man whose story wasn't publicized, so people might not have believed him. If you want to donate, they got cute little hats, $14 this, a little booty this, jumpsuits, you know, you know, like, you know, baby's clothing. They've got a baby bath, kneeler, an elbow pad rest, you know, the types of things you need to help you be the best mom and dad you can be. If you want to donate to this, I'll post a link below. Again, this is for the baby that is arriving this week, the actual baby for Greg and Ashley, who have become become kind of some of the heroes here in this story as his story was never out until Clayton came along. And I think I'm going to be the first to break this right now. I don't think we discussed this, uh, but it looks like Clayton is going to be deposed by Jane Doe. As we know, there appears to be a deposition scheduled for January 17th. Yes, the same due date of Greg and Ashley. Oh boy, how, po- how poetic. Um, there's going to be a, 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 um, a deposition scheduled for Jane Doe, so we'll have to see if she shows up. Um, but either way, uh, as a good friend of mine says, if you're living a double life, it's going to catch up with you. And that might happen on January 17th. Okay, I've got some non-bachelor news to catch you guys up on, and we'll share that right after the break. 
If you were born in the mid-1980s, you might be a fan of Lindsay Lohan. I don't know about you guys, but I love Lindsay Lohan. And um, she, you know, she's had this resurgence after, you know, coming, you know, co- you know, getting over maybe some of the issues she had as a young celebrity in the world out there. So uh, uh, very sad to see that Lindsay Lohan was very hurt and disappointed by a joke included in the new Mean Girls movie. Tina Fey, who co-starred with Lindsay in the 2004 film, returns as a writer on the new version here. The actress starred as Katie Heron on the original 2004 film, joined writer and former co-star Tina Fey at the New York City red carpet premiere to support the new film last week. And, uh, and it turns out she may be involved. Uh, Lindsay was very hurt and disappointed by the reference in the film, her rep says. A spokesperson for Paramount did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. In the movie, Megan Thee Stallion, who also contributed a song for the soundtrack, shows up in social media montages. At one point, the rapper says about Katie, played by uh, Angori Rice in her Christmas-themed talent show outfit, Y2K Fire Crotches Back. Oh, I see. Fire crotch. They, that's because she was a redhead, I guess. I don't know. Um, I didn't. Uh, I, I. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for the ginger community, maybe fire crotch is offensive. So, for all of my redheaded friends out there, let us know. Are we done saying fire crotch? Is that no longer out there? All right. In some other news, the White House was swatted. That's right. A fake 911 call reports fire. Somebody swatted the White House this week, and if you believe that, apparently the prankster actually got first responders to rush over to the president's crib. According to Associate Press, a fake 911 call was placed Monday morning in the D.C. area. Look, did they find out who it was? That's my question. Um, You know, swatting, not fun, not fun at all. Um, of course, none of it was true. Something, of, something officials realized uh, quite quickly, they said. The AP says that when the authorities tried calling the number that first called in, the person on the other end denied placing any such call. So the whole thing was just an elaborate practical joke. Oh, how funny. So funny. All right. In other news here, we've got my boy Hulk. You know Hulk. Uh, my childhood hero, Hulk Hogan, plays Good Samaritan, helps women whose car flipped. You won't believe it. He was actually wearing an NWO shirt with a gold chain, and uh, I think he still referred to her as brother. You doing okay there, brother? Uh, oh, you really flipped your car there, brother. Well, that's a pretty good impression. More startling details about the accident. TMZ Sports has learned that the driver was a minor, a 17-year-old girl who we're told was completely rattled by the whole thing. Our sources also tell us that Hulk Hogan's buddy Jake, who dove right in on this, is actually a Marine. Hulk Hogan sloughed off his WWE heel persona in real life this weekend, jumping to the rescue of a woman who got into a horrific car accident. Sources with direct knowledge tell us the legendary wrestler, his wife Sky Daly, and a friend of theirs were cruising along a highway Sunday evening in Clearwater, Florida, when they witnessed a bad rack play out right in front of them. Well, good to know that the Hulk is out there doing his dang thing, protecting the mean streets of Clearwater. All right, well, I'll be on the mean streets of Highway 40, so maybe you'll see me, maybe you won't, but let's pray that my truck is no longer defaulting uh, to the check engine light, and let's get a smooth ride to our new home in Tennessee. I'll have more updates as they come from wherever it is in the country I'll be, and you know you can check me uh, catch uh, making the afternoon podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour, on the Patreon. I'll be on the Patreon probably at like 
8 a.m. What, what am I in central time zone? Either way, if you join the Patreon, you'll find out patreon.com slash Dave Neal where I'll be, when I'll be as we go build the new studio at our new home. All those updates and more coming to you this afternoon. In the meantime, I've been Dave Neal and this was The Rush. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.